Sirius, friends of psychopaths slash sociopaths, how did you realize your friend wasn't normal? Please like and subscribe to support us. I have an ex that there was something seriously wrong with. I know everyone says that about their ex, but this was very different. He wasn't at all malicious, but he had no regard for other people at all, whatsoever. And he was extremely charming and skilled at lying. Highly intelligent. I didn't realize the extent of it until a while after we broke up. I was extremely shocked when he drugged his grandmother so that he could steal her car. He never seems to do anything for the sake of hurting people alone. He doesn't seem to derive any satisfaction from the act of causing harm. He's not like Ted Bundy or anything. But if that person is between him and whatever it is that he wants, he has no problem with doing whatever he needs to do to eliminate the problem. He only ever surrounded himself with people who are useful. If they aren't useful, he has utterly no interest in them. My little sister, 27 years old, recently was diagnosed as a sociopath. Growing up, we always suspected she couldn't comprehend empathy. For example, as a young child, she would get bothered by the sound of someone's breathing and attempt to stop them breathing so she could enjoy silence. The only thing that mattered to her was her own comfort and validation, and she didn't seem to understand anyone else wanted the same. She kept mostly silent her entire childhood and just observed and absorbed all human behaviors around her so she could mimic them. That resulted in her being able to manipulate everyone she comes into contact with. She lived off my parents until she tried to burn the house down as a punishment for them offending her, told her to register the car they bought her, because she equates a personal affront to burning them alive in their home. She currently is living off an asexual guy she's convinced to be her caretaker because sex is an annoying distraction she doesn't want to be bothered with. I love her to death, but it's difficult dealing with her and all the different versions of her other people know. She's a chameleon, and it gets her what she wants, but I wonder how lonely it is to never have anyone truly know you. I'm pretty sure the last guy I dated may have been a sociopath. He didn't care about anything except himself. His mom died of cancer, and he just didn't care. He never mentioned whether or not he had a strained relationship with her, and the couple of times I met her, she seemed very nice. His response to her death was, oh cool, now she won't be around to nag me all the time. And that was that. He never showed any sort of grief over her loss. When my grandfather died, his response to me was, so what? It's just your grandpa. No emotional support from him whatsoever. Never took no for an answer. If I didn't want sex, he'd manipulate me until I gave him what he wanted. He asked for sex almost immediately after I found out my grandpa died. He knew how to act charming to people slash strangers to get what he wanted. He'd then tell me later about how he went about manipulating them and how easy it was. Everyone I knew thought he was the sweetest guy, but I was the one who actually saw his tactics and suffered his abuse. He was vegan and part of me thinks he did it to pretend to sound compassionate. He'd always talk about how everyone needed to go vegan for the animals. This is the same guy who would laugh at videos of animals being abused, not hardcore videos, but still. He later went and got a tattoo to honor the anniversary of his mom's death. But he also told me he was going to have similar tattoos done for his dad and brothers and fill the rest of the tattoos in after they die. That just seemed really, off to me. Like he was anticipating early deaths for them, too. After we broke up, my friend came forward to me about the abuse she suffered from him for many years. She was the one who set us up, but he forced her to set us up. I had no idea, but in hindsight, it should have been obvious. It's been many years now, but apparently, he's still obsessed with me and thinks we will get back together again in the future. Thankfully he's broke and lives several states away, so I don't worry too much about him finding me. There was no specific incident. 
I didn't see him for what he was until he ended our friendship because I didn't want kids, and I was taking an extra semester off uni to recover from some trauma. Once he was out of my life, it was like a fog lifted. Throughout our friendship, I loved him as dearly as a brother. Looking back, I don't understand why I couldn't see something was off. When he did and said things that should have felt warm and gentle, it felt, wrong. Cold, any time there was a conflict, where I started to see something wasn't right, he lured me back in, and I'd go back to seeing him as a perfect brother figure. He would do things like mock my suicidal ideation or self-harm issues, and I'd ask him to stop and be hurt, and he'd say just the right thing without ever apologizing to make me feel like the villain while he was the remorseful one who really did nothing wrong. Then he'd do it again and again. Now that I'm out of the fog, everything about that friendship was weird. We went from strangers to brother-sister rapidly. Like a couple of months or so, I think. And now I look back, and I remember he was extremely charismatic, but something was off. Alarm bells were ringing, but I ignored the discomfort. I feel foolish now. He broke my heart when he ended our friendship. He was unkind at times, but I never saw anything violent or dangerous in him. Yet, when I hear his name, smell a cologne that smells like his, I feel terrified. I feel panic like I've seen a monster. I haven't seen or spoken to him in around three years, but I still feel that fear when something makes me think he is around. Mostly I never think about him unless I smell the cologne. But three years and a pretty non-dramatic situation compared to others, and I still hurt over him walking away, and I still feel fear. How the fuck do I feel sad and worthless over him throwing the friendship away at the same time as being afraid of him? I became positive my mother was some classification of psycho-slash-sociopath shortly after my 17th birthday. At the time, I was living with my aunt and uncle as my mother had already kicked me out at the age of 15. On the day of my birthday, we had a lakeside celebration as I lived in a town right on Lake Travis. Coming out of the water, I subbed my foot on a rock at just the right angle that it jams my toenail backwards and embedded into the bone of my left index toe, fracturing it. Some of the worst pain I've ever been in. After having the toenail completely removed and treated for a staph infection from nasty lake water, my mother showed up to the hospital with the fakest maternal act that I, of course, fell for. She eventually said, well, this is just a sign that your little runaway act should end, and you should come home. Never mind that she kicked me out, I was actually really happy in getting my act together living with my uncle and aunt, I tell most people I'm adopted by them today. I told her I wasn't coming back to her house and that I had found a good home with them. I said I didn't want to go back to living with her because all we ever did was fight. She got abruptly upset and yanked the two pillows out from underneath my operated on broken foot and screamed at me that I was an ungrateful little bastard of a child and made a whole scene in the hospital. Needless to say, I was in a substantial amount of pain after this and even blacked out for a minute there. Years later, when I brought up the incident, she told me flat out, I don't regret that. You needed a hard lesson, and I'm glad it hurt. Ever since then, I've taken notice of how quickly my mother can shift gears if she doesn't get what she wants when she wants it. She'll be as loving and kind as she thinks you want her to be so long as you fall in line with her desires. If you don't, though, you are the absolute dog shit scum of the world, and you will be punished for breathing the same oxygen as her. We don't have a relationship anymore, just FYI. I knew there was something off about him from the day I met him, we were around 12-13, but it took me about a year to put my finger on it. It was mostly the way he'd start sentences, honestly. Always bizarre, non-sequiturs, that always had to do something with how he'd been wronged at some point in his life, and nothing to do with the active discussion. Like, we'd be talking about some movie, ask him if he had seen it, and he'd act, very poorly, as though he was lost in a daydream, and say something akin to, what? Sorry, 
I was just thinking about when my stepdad was killed by that drunk driver. This went on for years, then when he hit 18, he came into some money, and spent it all on terrible tattoos and dangerous drugs. Started showing up at our homes unannounced and then just come in and start doing shit like jumping on the couch, or screaming at the television, seriously. He got thrown out of, I don't know how many places. Then he started breaking into houses slash businesses. Remarkably he never did any time, that I know of, but my mother ran into him a few years back. He approached her in a grocery store parking lot, they hadn't seen one another in around 10 years or so, he asked her if she remembered I'm, and she said, yeah, how are you? At he goes, well, I'm HIV positive, but otherwise I'm okay. He was just that kind of guy. I checked his FB later, and he'd set up a GoFundMe for his treatment payments. About a week later, his mother commented, my son does not have HIV. He's lying for attention and money. Again. GoFundMe was immediately shut down, and his FB was deleted shortly thereafter. The dude was a sociopath through and through. I knew someone that I could classify as a sociopath. She would deny it to no end, but it was little things here and there until she ended up threatening to extort me, and I got a restraining order. She was dating my ex's brother at the time and was very friendly with me at first. But then issues started coming up. Like her repeating something I would vent to her about to my ex's parents and getting everyone involved. They made me sit down and apologize about everything in front of everyone. It was very embarrassing. She would also make comments about my clothes and makeup. Something along the lines of I like natural makeup more. Not trying to be out looking like a clown and you can come to this event, but please don't wear those leggings. It eventually escalated into her catfishing me. She posed as someone I used to go to school with. Created a fake Facebook page and all. Apparently, she used every single thing about those conversations against me. She also hacked into my Facebook and took messages I sent to other people against me. She threatened to use all of this information against me and tell the family about it all. I took all the information and threats to court with me and was awarded with a restraining order. But that wasn't enough. She would tell old friends of mine that I was accusing them of being molesters and other insanely horrible things. It cost me many friendships and bunch of sanity. I love both my parents, but yeah, they're probably both in this realm. Neither of them have ever expressed remorse or guilt that I remember, ever. My dad is a lot more obvious, was very physically violent and also very psychologically abusive. He could be affectionate, very charming, funny, but had no apparent concept of respecting other people's well-being. He definitely believed he was cleverer than anyone else and could see and understand things that other people couldn't, aka extremely arrogant. Seemed to experience stress and anxiety but never seemed to experience fear. Could be very generous and super manipulative. Truly terrifying person. My mom, subtler but was also violent to us as kids and neglectful. Doesn't seem to feel fear regularly endangers the well-being of others, I don't want to explain how because a tiny, paranoid part of me is scared she'll see this. I've talked to her about it to try to minimize the harm she might do. Very charming, can be very generous. Seems to get bored easily and then start experimenting by seeing how she can push the buttons of people around her. Extremely good at predicting what the fears and insecurities of other people are and then helpfully bringing them up in a casual, devastating way. I will watch her be super friendly to people in the service industry and then suddenly go completely cold on them. They just flail cause they don't know what happened or why she has suddenly completely changed in her demeanor. It's subtle but excruciating to watch. I obviously try to be really nice to try to counteract it when she does that. We don't have a whole lot of contact, but I do love her, and she's my mom, and I feel responsible for how she treats other people as well. I also had an FWB that I broke things odd with once. I was a bit better at seeing signs 
just didn't feel 100% safe with them. Would forget the sexual boundaries I set, spoke very disrespectfully about children, often spoke in a very patronizing way about other adults, was superficially very charming, often generous, gave lots of compliments, would exploit the people around them, seemed irritated by the emotions of other people, especially if they're expressed worry or distress. There was this guy I knew in college. He was a stupidly charming individual who looked like a male model and had successfully made friends with just about everyone on campus, including me. He was always into clubs activities, and seemed to be just about everywhere on campus. He seemed to be the coolest dude there was. One time I went out to eat with him and a few other people after he told me he had a business proposition for me. He wanted to start a company, I was in school for filmmaking, where I would charge student actors to be in my dumb little college movies in order to give them footage for their reels. I tried to explain to him that I am the one supposed to pay the actors, not the other way around. He tried to push it until I eventually gave him a no in no uncertain terms. You'd have thought I insulted this man down to his very core. I've heard about that slipped mask thing where a sociopath gets upset and forgets to keep their mask on. This was definitely one of those moments. I thought he was going to put an IHOP fork straight through my eye. Things were so uncomfortably tense until we left, afterwards, I never really spoke to him again. I think being very, very cool was important to him. Maybe my refusal to acknowledge his genius business idea shattered his reality for a second. I've heard that since then, he has acknowledged that something might be up. Oh boy, where do I begin? PSA, started out as friends, became a relationship, then ended in a survivorship. How he told me he had a mental snap, pointed a shotgun at his ex-girlfriend, but his mom stood between them and put the barrel at her stomach. He went to pull the trigger, but the bullet turned inside the barrel, and the gun never went off. He retold this story countless times casually. He never felt bad for the trauma he caused his ex-girlfriend, plainly said he was taken to a mental institution afterwards, where they diagnosed him with temporary psychotic. Put him on meds, he didn't like being a zombie and stopped the medication. He then proceeded to tell me how every single ex of his cheated on him, and one had beat him, she had rings on. Hopped on his back and started wailing into his head. That I believed because he had scars consistent with the details he described, but the part I didn't believe was him saying it was over a stupid argument. He later changed his story and said it was after he caught her cheating with his best friend. What tipped me off were the subtle changes in his stories that he'd tell, to me and anyone knew we met. Almost every ex he told me about had an extreme, horror story attached to them he would tell to everyone. I was young, these stories of his were an attempt to gain my sympathy, and young me did sympathize and thought, well, maybe he did have a bad string of exes. But every year we were together, the worse it got. He'd love bomb me in the first two years, then revert back to the same cruel behavior, from cruel jokes about me, limiting my food intake by saying save that for the kids, to straight up threatening to take our kids if I didn't do a certain thing he wanted. I'm being vague for the sake of Reddit rules. But let's just say what he did was against the law, and that particular law had no statute of limitations. Towards the end, six almost seven long years, he started putting his hands on me. All it took was one very bad time. A few hours after he punched me in the side of my jaw, he had cooked hamburgers for dinner and acted like nothing happened. I started crying because I was frustrated trying to open my mouth wide enough to take a bite but couldn't, and his words to me were, it's not that bad. Do you want another smack? I left him two days after that. A week after leaving, he coerced our oldest to say some horrible things that got them taken by the state. I can't prove he did because I was several states away staying with a friend, but I know he did. The end result was not good. He would find ways to contact me no matter how many times I blocked him, on social media, emails and phone numbers. 
he always found a way to contact me to continue his onslaught of abuse, until two years ago, because he went to prison. So my advice to Slash for everyone out there. If they start out telling you crazy, alarming stories, believe them and run as fast as you can. They use this tactic to see how accepting you are, and your sympathy will open doors for them to see if they can condition you to accept further, and worse, abuse later on down the road. I wish I wasn't so young and gullible at the time. I had to deal with a lot of regret. Had to get out with no help from family or my closest friends. It took a stranger I met online to get me out. Please, please, please don't ever let it get to the point I did. Get. Out. Now. Go no contact no matter how bad it hurts, whether they're friend, family, or spouse, love is not abuse and should never be accepted regardless of relationship status. The mask slipped. He wasn't a friend, but I worked very closely with him, and for me, that was worse as I couldn't choose the amount of time I spent with him. It was a gut feeling. He was well liked by everyone. An extrovert, cheerful and loud. But I never trusted him. He was a high-powered attorney and lobbyist. One of those competitive triathletes, very handsome, very wealthy, an overachiever. But he had a mask, and it would slip from time to time. I could tell he was faking his emotions. Then, when no one was watching, he was vile and cold. One day I heard him saying some horrible things about children, like malicious, disgusting things in a joking manner. That confirmed it for me. I gave him a wide berth. I don't know how or when he realized I really saw him for what he was. I used to be a receptionist, and he stopped by my desk smiled this horrible, ugly smile. Just smiling and not breaking eye contact for like a minute. Then he just knocked twice on the wood like Frank Underwood from House of Cards or something. This was the day before I was leaving for a new job. He asked me where I was going to work, and I lied. I didn't need this man to know anything about me. He was a very high-powered attorney who had regular meetings on Sea Hill. I've also had a boss who I believe was a sociopath, a woman, and I believe my own mother was as well. My mom couldn't hide her issues, though and is now pretty isolated and rejected by society. In terms of the lawyer, there are a lot of successful sociopaths and psychopaths, and many of them are attracted to power positions. He was married with kids too. Hope they're okay. That man was not right. 